And it's now one in the morning here in Metro Manila, and we're back for another episode of Mysterium After Dark. Mysterium After Dark is working in tandem with Mysterium Philippines. So for all your intuitive education and service needs, enroll into one of our entry-level programs today. Today's topic is what we're simply going to call magical burnout or overdoing the magic. Well, boys and girls, too much of anything is not good. Moderation is important. Moderation is key. And one thing people tend to miss out on is the fact that you can very much in reality overdo magic. You could you can overdo practicing rituals. You can overdo intuitive practices. All of it's a reality, but I'm really just going to focus more on magic for now. Because I've observed um, ever since a big trend, this is actually from an experiential point of view, um, ever, bit, ever since a very big transition in my life that happened at the beginning of the year, um, I've just decided to immerse myself in my practice of magic, doing rituals daily, doing ceremonies, doing meditations, doing energy work, doing evocations, you name it, just really going neck deep into it. Almost every day, if I'm not learning something new, I'm applying something because I figured, heck, in order to combat whatever negative energies were going through me, I decided that maybe if I get, get stronger when it comes to magic, it's going to help me get through it. And to be honest, getting stronger was a result. I mean, I do feel that in one way or the other, I have leveled up, but um, I think I kind of overdid it. And I learned the hard way that there is such thing as practicing too much magic. Uh, a very interesting author and speaker called Frater Acher uh, kept on talking about this one term on Glitch Bottle, which you would call a magical Lent, which is where you just stop. You don't do any magic at all. And I didn't understand it at first when I heard about it early in the year. But now I begin to understand why. Okay. Um, I like to say that magical practices, be it the ritual magic, evocation, and stuff like this, kind of forces the soul to evolve and grow and expand and sometimes the the soul or the experience the human experience needs time to adjust to that sometimes it can be a bit too daunting to do too much at one time and not give that soul just like the rest of the but the body a chance to rest recuperate and recover that's why like even in workout periods they have a term called deload I'd like to say it's very that's the equivalent of what a magical lent would be. Now, why does this happen? Because whether you like it or not, if you're going to do a ritual, you are tampering with the energies of your body. When you do an evocation, the presence of that spirit that you're summoning is interacting with your own auric field and it's causing changes whether you like it or not. The reaction of that breathing technique you've done from a magical book or the presence of magical beings in your life will trigger some sort of transformation in you and if you keep transforming and transforming and transforming the psyche and the mind will have a hard time keeping up so from my own experience i have learned the hard way that yes you can overdo it and I'm willing to bet each and every one of you are wondering, well, Rob, if that's the case, what do you do if you feel you've been overdone it? And what are some signs that you have overdone it? 
Okay, I'd like to say that the minute that your magic starts feeling uncomfortable is already the first sign that you should stop. I really would not recommend you cast a spell every day. I really would not recommend that you do invoking rituals every day. I really wouldn't even recommend that you do banishing rituals every day. If you must do something, I would say um, reflective work and meditation is safe. And even Reiki energy healing on yourself is safe. But even something as tarot, if you're doing it every day, it is going to take a toll on your body. So anything outside of that, um, I think it needs to be done in moderation. You need certain days of the week where you're just not doing any of it. You're just literally watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Netflix and eating Cheetos. Um, The problem that I had was that I was doing it every day because I was just trying to test how far I could go. And one thing I'll tell you is that if you've done something like that, you'll notice kind of like you don't feel alone in your own head. It's almost as if something's like crawling on your back and around your head and on your shoulders. Another thing about it too is that you feel really wired, like you had too much coffee and it won't get out of your system. And with the influx of all these new energies in your life, you'll also begin to notice that your emotional states and even your mental states will be shifting back and forth. Like in my own case, I noticed that I would shift back and forth between depressive and uber active and I would need caffeine, but that's just me. All right. Um, It will basically depend on person to person how it reacts with you but your the pendulum of your energetic experience is going to swing left and right like crazy and this is not a healthy thing sometimes you need a bit of stability so if you're in a point where you're going too, if there's too much sporadicness and there's too much um movement in your magical aura the best thing you can do is stop Now, of course, a lot of us mages, a lot of us enthusiasts in the occult don't want to stop. That's fine. So if that's the case, what you can do is enter what we call the research phase, which is this is where you spend time researching your next big magical ritual. Okay. Um, I kind of heard a bit about this when I was studying the Abramelin, whereas um, I understand kind of now why it's such a powerful experience because when you're doing something like the Abramelin, which is basically the discovery of your holy diamond or your holy guardian angel, which is a six month long ritual. Imagine you're really putting your soul through a magical pressure cooker and it's getting upgrades at lightning, lightning fast speeds. And sometimes if you upgrade too fast, what happens would be the phone or the computer will crash. And that's kind of similar to what can happen to the body. So if you're feeling uncomfortable with your practice, if you're feeling you're not alone, if your emotional state is swinging back and forth, if you're feeling jittery all the time and not at ease, this is a good time you've kind of magically overloaded yourself. And this is a good time for you to, to temporarily stop, okay? Uh, one of the things you can do afterwards is dedicate yourself to other practices that can keep you focused. Like um, for me, I chose mixed martial arts and 
exercise, um, but anything else, anything mundane would do. Or if you really don't want to do that, you can enter the research phase where you start researching new texts and from a completely academic point of view, you're preparing yourself for like at least a month for your return to operations. Like, okay, I want to go back to the drawing board, but I'm not going to practice anything. I'm just going to read, study, and learn and kind of get a pattern down so that when I do come back, I have something to do. Um, another thing I'm going to say that you can do when you're experiencing uh, magical overload, for lack of a better word, or magical burnout is connect to people, uh, talk to people, build relationships. Because one thing I noticed that was a result of what happened from all of this is kind of like somebody was playing with the reality gem in my life where things that shouldn't be happening were happening and connections with people that shouldn't be happening were happening. It was very multiverse of madness, for lack of a better word. I wasn't unhappy because it brought a lot of interesting new people into my life. Hi, hello, kitty. She knows who she is. Um, but uh, it was kind of uncomfortable just going through that because like, you're used to a certain norm and then all of a sudden now everything's all crazy and topsy-turvy. And it's almost like you're in a completely different dimension. So like I said, one of the things you can do is just go back to a research phase. Um, do dumb stuff. I mean, if you can, in the week, take two days where you don't even talk about the occult, that could be very healthy for your magical mental health, all right? Um, don't be so hell-bent on, oh, no, I have to do the LBRP every day, and I've got to say uh, the 16th um, Enochian calls every day, because trust me, you're really going to regret that. Uh, go do some mundane stuff, decompress, deload, and remember, at the end of the day, you're still a human. Stay safe, everyone, and take care.